0: (laughs) Because it's so versatile. It has so many uses and the kids do not get bored of it. Like you could bring this out every week for a term and the kids would still get excited. Welcome to Rainbow Skies for New Teachers, where we're all about bite-sized tips and simple strategies for bright and busy new teachers. If you're in
1: your first few years of your career and want to make the rollercoaster ride of teaching more fun, streamlined
0: and stress-free, you're in the right place. We're Ashley and Alicia, the dynamic duo from Rainbow Sky Creations, and we're excited to be your teacher mentors on the go. There are rainbows ahead, my friend. And together, we're unstoppable. Let's get into today's episode. Here at Rainbow Sky Creations, we acknowledge the Darro people and the Wujak Noongar people, the traditional custodians of the lands on which we record this podcast today, where we live, work and learn. We pay our respects to their past, present and emerging elders of this nation and supports the cultural, spiritual and educational practices of First Nations people. Welcome to Rainbow Skies for New Teachers. This is episode 15 where we're going to talk about five free back-to-school activities. Ashley, how is life for you this summer of 24? how good are summer holidays? The
1: kids and I have been having the best time. We've been on holidays. We've been spending time at the beach. We've had a family wedding. It's been awesome. Ah, so good. What about you?
0: Look, it's been nice and chilled. We have found that we still love the beach, even if we get sandy with two little toddlers. It's amazing. And we've had (laughs) a really cool summer for Perth. So it's nice. I'm hoping February isn't heatwave central. And if it is, well, so be it.
1: Yes. I always find it is either raining in February or crazy hot because you go back to school and you really notice those seasons.
0: Yes, this is so true. And this episode is being released when all teachers are heading back to school. So we thought if you are a last minute planner and you're like, I just need a back to school activity that just in case or one, because I haven't planned because I was actually enjoying my summer holidays. That is what this episode is about. Five really simple, easy to implement activities in your classroom.
1: Yes, it sure is. And even if you just want some inspiration, we actually got the kindest message on Instagram the other day. I shot it over to Alicia and it was a teacher who'd been teaching for about 20 years and she sent us a message saying, thank you so much. I've just discovered you in the last year and you've put the fun back into teaching. And that's something that we love to do. We love to create resources that are fun for you and your students in the classroom. And sometimes we do those activities that are back to school and we kind of repeat and recycle the same things over
0: and over again. But you might be ready
1: for a change. So some of these ideas might be
0: perfect for you. Absolutely. And do you know what? If there's anything you want to do on the first day, you want to make sure that the kids are going home raving about how amazing the first day was. So you want to inject those fun learning opportunities into the class in that first day so the kids are hyped up and excited and ready to return for day two. So what we're going to share today are going to be perfect to add to your toolkit. Not only
1: that, they're all free. Okay. So number one is our classroom detectives game. Now this game actually first started out with us handwriting it, but we decided to make it pretty so other teachers out in the world could use it too. So what happens is you give each student one of our little slips, one of our classroom detective slips, and it has a few questions that they need to answer on it. Things like their favorite subject at school, what they want to be when they grow up. just a few little icebreakery kind of questions. Then they fold up the piece of paper, they do it in secret and they put in a little jar or a little container that you have at the beginning of the room and then it is perfect to use as a brain break throughout your first day or first week of school so if you've got a little bit of time or you're transitioning from a lesson you just pull out one of those classroom detective slips you don't read the name at the top but you read some of the clues about the student and then everyone in the class has to guess who it is and it's always a lot of fun bonus tip i always put one in about myself and it's always fun to see which kids pick up the one that's about me, <laughs> the teacher.
0: That just gave me an idea. And it's something that I've never done is that you should just leave a few of these in the staff room. And you could say, look, I'm wanting to do this with my class, especially for the specialist teachers that you know your students are going to have. Yes. And you just ask them to put their name on the back so you know who it is. But you could have it where you read out all five of them. So your kids have five specialist teachers and they have to like get who they are but I, I think that would be a really fun one too but I love that to do th- such
1: a fun idea now ladies and gentlemen you can see who is the brains behind the operations <laughs> of rainbow
0: sky creations <laughs> not at all all lies I tell you it's Ashley but I think this activity is so fun Even if the kids in your class have been together for years, like I know that I was teaching at a school where a lot of the kids had been together since kindy. I was having them in year three because some of the kids like to just be like, oh no, I've mixed it up. Like last year it was a police officer, but this year it's all about being a heart surgeon this is me this year. So you might go, oh, but my kids already know each other. It is still a really fun activity.
1: It is. And you're getting to know a little bit about them at the same time too, which is so important. It's building those relationships, but also that classroom community on those first few days back.
0: Yes. And kids start to realize, oh my gosh, I'm the same. It builds that connection because they realize someone else is also interested in that profession or really loves that type of animal, whatever it might be. So we provide you with a free template, but you could also make your own version and just do another version of it at the start of term two. And if you're feeling like the class just needs to have some ways to inject a bit of fun or get to know each other even more.
1: That's a a really good idea, especially if your students really enjoy that activity, for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay. So, idea number two is a writing task called a little bit about me. Now we have got this writing task in a paper and a digital version. Depending on how your class runs, we know lots of classrooms have got one-to-one devices now, and this would be a fun way to introduce technology on that first day or in that first week of school.
0: Absolutely. Look, it's just a really easy way for you to just see how the kids write as well. I use it so kids can share a bit about themselves. You will find there are kids in the class who will happily write for days about themselves, about stories, about anything that's going on in their minds. So it's just got some really easy, simple prompts like, who's in my family? when's my birthday? How old am I? Really simple prompts that students will be able to answer. And you might find that you have a student who's like, well, I don't really feel like writing, especially if you're maybe giving it to say like a year two class, you just get them to flip the page over and draw some pictures. So think that it doesn't always have to be writing, but you could use this as a quick little sample or cold writing task to see where your kids are at. It's win-win both ways.
1: It sure is. And I love the idea of making that activity not threatening for the students because when they're coming into your care, they need to know that they feel safe and secure. And that can be really hard for some students when they're in a new classroom, new environment and a new adult looking after them. Your example there of just flipping over the paper and drawing some pictures is a really great way to say, you know what, we just give things a try in this classroom. We just give it a go and it doesn't need to be perfect and we don't need to be writing paragraphs if we just don't feel ready or comfortable or feel like we can't do that just yet.
0: That's it. And even if you do the digital version of it, they can still use the draw, pen, function, highlight. But as well, you've got kids who, like teachers, often love new stationery. So a lot of them are coming with their collection of goodies or you've got it waiting for them when they arrive at school, their book list of resources and coloured pencils and text So it's a time for them to as well express themselves in any form and get colourful or not colourful if that's what they prefer
1: sure. You know, I just had another idea while you were talking. Inside one of our freebies for new teachers, it's a little booklet called, Yay, I'm a Teacher, Now What Do I Do? It's full of checklists and bits and pieces like that. But it also has another All About Me style of activity. It's a little iPad where the students draw or write different things about themselves. So like their favourite colour, their favourite food, and they actually look really good up on the wall. So we'll make sure that the link to that and the link to all of these other resources go in the show notes. So you can grab some of these print them out and be ready to go.
0: And there you go, instant display for a spare space on your wall that needed to be filled.
1: Yeah, I always like to get things up on the walls kind of straight away and personalise that classroom and make it feel like a home for us.
0: Yes, I completely agree with you. What's number three?
1: Number three is one of our favourites. You'll be hearing about it a lot here on the podcast or if you follow us on socials at Rainbow Sky Creations, you will surely have seen this. It is a number of the day. We love number of the day.
0: Oh, (laughs) <laughs> because it's so versatile. like yes. It has so many uses and the kids do not get bored of it. Like you could bring this out every week for a term and the kids would still get excited because I think the factor is that they get to generate the number. And for some kids, just being able to make what they feel is the silliest number, like 1111, is exciting for them. And even kids who choose numbers and then they give it to their friend to complete, I think because there's that element of being open-ended and having a choice in how that activity goes is powerful.
1: Student voice and choice is so powerful in the classroom. So the students work with a number and it really helps you kind of decipher how they're going with their number sense skills as well. As Alicia said, they can generate their own number. They might use um, little cards and pick them out. They might use dice, roll dice, or you might say to them, okay, so choose a number between 600 and 700 that they have to complete, or they might choose a funny number. It's completely up to you. The world is your oyster when it comes to number of the day, and then they have to complete some activities. Now, that is a freebie. a template that you need to print out. We know that lots of teachers actually grab this template and they put it in a write and white sleeve or they laminate it and then they use whiteboard markers to reuse it over and over again. It's great as a pre-test, as I said, to find out where the students are up to with their number sense skills. But there's so many things you can do with it. Like I've used it in different ways where we've completed it and then we've cut it up into pieces and the students had to match it to the number. That's always fun as well.
0: Yeah. And sometimes you might even just use it as a prompt to get your ideas going where you go, all right, we're going to pull out all the MABs and the kids are going to roll dice and we're going to make MABs. We're going to, there's a great task that you came up with where they make pictures with their MABs with the value of the number that they've rolled. It could be that you make it a game where they keep rolling a dice and they're adding to it. So they're having to do these place value games, but they're all linked to what they're learning in number of the day. So then you could give them this activity a week later and see how much of that knowledge through those hands-ons activities they've applied. So if you're there going, I don't really want them to sit, you know, pencil and paper. You don't have to. You can make this just as interactive and hands-on with the resources that you have, highly have, in your classroom or somewhere in the storage room at school.
1: Yes for sure. We've even seen teachers blow up a copy of it or put it up on their smart board and then they complete one section. So it's kind of like their modelling part Mm. of the lesson and they complete one section. So they may be doing greater than and less than. And they do that with their particular number and then the students go off and do different activities around that. And then they come back to the number of the day the following day and they might be focusing on a different skill and they complete that together. So that's another way that you can do it as well. I mean, we love number of the day and we could probably do a whole episode on this. Don't worry, we won't. (laughs) but the possibilities are endless absolutely okay Let's move on to number four. Number four is a little bit different because we've spoken about activities and icebreakers that you can do with your students, but this is a display that you can put up with your students. Now, we have got a free banner and it says, we all smile in the same language and it comes with a little colouring page, but you could get your students to create a smile and cut it out and stick it around that banner, but you can pop those letters up somewhere in your classroom just to promote that inclusivity of the classroom community.
0: Yes, I do like this one. I feel like it's one of our displays that not many people know about. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're in for a treat. Now, with that display, it can lead into a nice lesson, especially in the first couple of days when you're wanting to build connection and community and the kids getting to know each other. So it could be along the lines of what languages do we speak in this classroom? Which part of the world are you from? Like where are your grandparents or great grandparents or great, great, great grandparents? And you can start to kind of get a world map and you know, get your interactive board up and you're pinpointing where people are. And then it's like, well, how do we say hello in that language? How do we say goodbye in that language? Mm. And it can lead into a bit Along the lines of if you love inquiry-based learning and going with the lead of your students, it could be a really nice opening on getting them to start to find a country that they're interested in, which could then lead to them finding about the foods, finding about the animals there, what's the weather like. If you're wanting to have an activity that's kind of free-flowing, but it's been prompted by a display that you have up in the year, like you might say, actually, I don't want to do it now at the start of the year, I'd really like to use this in term two or term three. So I definitely feel it's a display that can be up all year and holds a powerful message as well and an opportunity for kids to learn and to connect and discover things beyond the four walls of their classroom or their neighborhood or their local town.
1: Yeah. Actually, as you were talking then, I was even thinking along the lines of sign language. Mm. You know, a smile is universal. Have you ever read that book, Whoever You Are?
0: I need to go read this book now.
1: (laughs) It's by Mem Fox. It's really great. Basically, the idea behind it is it doesn't matter where you are in the world, whoever you are, wherever you are in the world. As humans, we have commonalities that make us the same. For example, we all have blood inside our bodies. We all have feelings. We can feel sad and happy and Mm. elated. We have families and people that love us. And this is kind of along those same lines Yes, that we all can smile and it's a universal language, that smile. If I smile at you, you know what that means.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. What a great book to pair up with that activity and display. So go grab a free copy.
1: A free copy of the display and I'll put the link to the book, like the name of the book by Mem Fox, who is an amazing Aussie author, in the show notes as well go check her out now our fifth idea our final idea is actually a bonus one it is our all about me easels now this resource is usually a paid resource but we love that you come and listen to our podcast and we want to thank you so we are making it a special flash freebie
0: yes So our 3D easels are a really simple way to get kids interacting, drawing, writing and being able to share a bit of information about themselves. And the beauty is that you get to put it on display and hang it from the wall. But you're also going to get them using their fine motor skills because they're going to have to cut some string or you could have pre-cut it. They can do the folding and gluing it in, but they're going to share things about themselves. We're trying to, in this activity, steer away from your general about things that we'd probably mentioned. This is a lovely one to use where you're going to get a display out of it, but you're going to get the kids being creative, thinking about themselves, but also thinking about not your regular questions. So we've popped in prompts such as things I like best, fun facts and wishes and dreams. But we've also got additional pages where they can draw a self-portrait or we've got a blank template if there's something specific that you would like the students to complete. They're going to be getting creative, but you're also going to get them to be using those fine motor skills and yes kids in year six do also need to work on their fine motor skills so they've got the cutting they've got the gluing they've got the folding and then at the end voila you've got something amazing to put on display and the kids can walk in and go hey that's mine or hey i'm really curious what ashley's wishes and dreams are and off you go
1: i love those 3d displays up in the classroom too they look really different to the general displays that you often see in classrooms. And as Alicia said, this activity can be used from year one all the way through to year six. If you've got younger students like your year ones and your year twos and they feel you feel like they can't actually write or answer some of those questions, you can just give them a blank easel and add that into the mix. It actually works with either four sheets or three sheets. And once you get the resource, you'll understand what I mean. I wish podcasting, you know, you could see what we are seeing, but you can't. It's not a visual medium. So you can use three sheets of paper or four sheets of paper, and
0: you can just get them to free
1: draw if they can't answer any of those questions. So you can adapt it according
0: to your class. I think that's the great thing about it. And you can revisit it later in the year. Like you might want to do one at the start of the year and one at the end of the year and see, have your wishes and dreams changed? Yeah. Are there things that you love about yourself that you didn't realize was amazing about yourself at the beginning of the year? So there are ways that you can use this more than once.
1: For sure. Now, we've got to tell everyone how you can get it for free. Oh,
0: that's right. We're going to pop a link. So you head <laughs> to our store at rainbowskycreations.com. We have a shop there where you can get heaps of resources. Actually, if you buy three resources, we give you the fourth one for free. So that's pretty cool. But we will put the link in the show notes to our All About Me writing activity, 3D easels. And when you add it to your card, it's going to say, do you want to apply a coupon? And your answer is yes, I do. And the coupon code is PICKLE. You heard right. It is PICKLE. So you put that code P-I-C-K-L-E PICKLE into the coupon code and it will deduct the cost of that resource. Only that resource can use that code. So jump on. We will let you have access until our next episode launches next Monday in February.
1: Amazing. Speaking of deals, we also have something special to share about our membership, Transform Your First Years, because the doors are open to Transform Your First Years. And we have been welcoming members throughout January. It's actually been a real buzz inside the Facebook group. Super
0: exciting. It has. We love January. For the fact is that we just get so many new teachers coming in to Transform Your First Years and saying goodbye to that overwhelming feeling that can happen when you're in your first years. So we give you step-by-step guides. We've got masterclasses. We give you our favorite differentiated resources that you can use on a regular basis and you get to chat to us. (laughs) Each month we have a Q&A coaching session and join our members only Facebook group where we share our thoughts, our wisdoms and people come in to share what they're struggling with or what they're achieving and having the wins with because ideally we want to create a safe space for teachers and sometimes it can be easier when it's not a teacher in your school. So we provide that opportunity for you to have an outlet where you can just be who you are and we'll support you 100%.
1: Definitely. And there's been some lovely connections with us and some of the members, but with members between each other over the years. So if that sounds like something that you would love, a place where you could come to share the challenges, to get a bit of relief, a little bit of help, to ask questions, because we celebrate questions, come and join us inside Transform Your First Years. We've got a special back to school deal happening right now. So if you're listening to this podcast in real time, you are going to be able to grab 20% off Transform Your First Years. You just need to click the link in the show notes.
0: That is right. And I think I can tell it to you that if you go to roambyskycreationscom forward slash secret, you will get access to that discounted rate. So my beautiful humans, make sure if you are feeling a little bit ugh, when it comes to starting your career as a teacher, we are here to support you.
1: We sure are. Actually, we love supporting new teachers. So come and join us. We had a few members tell us today, you can join up for a year or you can join up monthly because we don't hold prisoners inside our membership. It is a supportive space, but they said, you'll never want to end (laughs) your (laughs) membership.
0: It was very sweet. It was. And the cool thing is, is you get access to all the content we shared in 2023. We're excited it's a new year in the membership, but you will get access to everything our previous members have got and what's to come in the future and we've got some really exciting things happening but we can't tell you that because they're in the pipeline with our amazing web developers so watch this space
1: watch this space okay so i think it's time to wrap this up and thank you so much for joining us here at rainbow skies for new teachers we love podcasting and we love it that you have chosen to have us in your ears so until next week there are rainbows ahead my friend
0: and together we're unstoppable